Boxing Freaks, welcome to another episode of the J and B-Ray Boxing Podcast on Thanksgiving Day. We hope you guys are enjoying your Thanksgiving with your loved ones as I am today because this is a special episode. Not only is it special because we're doing it on Thanksgiving Day, not only because we're in the eve of Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones, the legend match, not only are we getting to a nice Philly versus New York fight with Gabe Rosado versus Danny Jacobs, not only are we going to give you good boxing news, boxing topics, boxing opinions, but I got the man himself here, in person, live. I'm touching his hand as we speak right now. He's the man. He's the myth. He's the legend. He's not the Sacramento bad boy right now. He's the Whittier bad boy himself. B-Ray in the motherfucking house. Literally in the motherfucking house. B-Ray. I was Fuck, you know what? I think I'm going to start moving here now, man. This is, this is fucking great of the studio. Thank you very God much. God damn. God damn. I got to tell you that, man. Fuck. Thank you very much. I've worked hard for the studio. <laughs> yes, you did. For this cult of Ramble Studio and the, the, the Ramble Ranch. Thank you. Yes. For, thank you for coming to the Ramble Ranch, sir. Oh, no, hey, man. No problem, man. I mean, hey, it's thanks fucking giving. Of course, I had to come by here. And again, man, I'm I'm impressed with this fucking place. This is great. Thank this you very much. fucking m- great, man. Thank you very much, man. I really appreciate you coming down here. You and your lady making the trip all the way from Sacramento to shit yes. town. You only, you only go to Sacramento when the Lakers beat the Kings in May. So I know you have to make your way down here in November. Anybody don't know that joke, watch Rock Concert on YouTube. Literally type out the Rock, rock concert, concert Raw. Raw, yep, 2003. Yep, he really makes fun of Sacramento. Literally goes after Sacramento. I'm still like, Jesus Christ. Ever since then, I I use that as a reference to Sacramento. You, you do. I you literally use the fucking reference to Sacramento. To let people know what the fuck but I'm doing. It's nice to be away from that city, you know, of course. It's yeah. always nice to get away and be back home here, man. We're, you know, I was raised, man. Yeah. So, we're doing this in the studio, of course. So, B-Ray, for the first time ever, is actually using microphones. Yes. Professional microphones here in the Rumble studio. So, once in a while, he'll turn and look at me. So, you'll notice his voice uh, fade out and then fade back in. That I'm going to try not to. <laughs> no, you can. So, you just adjust the microphone just a little bit towards you if you want. So, yeah. so no, no. So, move the corner thing right there. Um, and then move it closer to you. There you yeah, go. There you go. See, look at that. This is amazing. And then there, there you go. So, there, there you go. See, there you go. So, we're learning. We're learning. Hey, don't worry about it. Don't worry. The one thing our our fans are so used to is not being that professional. <laughs> so yeah, Beery's here for Thanksgiving. So yes. um So originally we said we we're gonna do an episode on Friday night. Yeah. Bro, Friday afternoon, and then another one Saturday. But my dumbass thought that Gabriel's out versus Danny Jacobs was on a Saturday. And I argued with a coworker last like, yesterday before I left work that it was on a fucking Saturday. And I texted you, hey, it, is the fight on a fucking Saturday? And you said, <laughs> no, it's on a fucking Friday. I thought you knew that. I didn't know that. I, yeah. For being for having my own boxing show, you would think I would fucking remember <laughs> the fucking day this like, fight was. I was a bit confused, but I'm thinking, okay, he has something very special. He knows what he's doing. So I didn't question him very much. But uh, then, um, yes, uh, yeah, yesterday when he texted me... Uh, 
<laughs> I was on my break. He's like, hey, man, the fight on Friday. I go, yes, Black Friday. I didn't know that. I'm like, uh, yeah, I thought you didn't. <laughs> I thought I didn't. Uh, apparently, I didn't. I was wrong. I was very wrong. So, Gabriel's out of his Danny Jacobs. So, um, so we just go into the prediction episode then? I guess why not, right? Yeah, why not so let's talk let, about let's this? Let's talk it out, and then we're going to go into all the other stuff that's going to happen. Uh, our topics that we have we, we have scheduled for tonight, or today, I'm sorry, this afternoon, which will be here for tonight for you guys to consume. Yep. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's cue the fucking music. These are our predictions. What's your prediction for the fight? Prediction? Yes, prediction. Hey. So this uh, this Friday, see, I keep thinking Saturday. This I keep thinking Saturday. This Friday night, Black Friday, <laughs> on the zone, promoted by Matchroom at the Hard Rock Casino in Hollywood, Florida. You have the former middleweight champion of the world, well, two-time middleweight champion mm-hmm. of the world, Danny Jacobs, the Miracle Man, the Miracle Man, or how he used to be called, the Golden Child. Oh yeah, that's right. I don't remember he was Golden Child before he became the Miracle Man because he survived cancer. Yep. Against Philly's own tough man, Gabe Rosado. Uh, many of you, you know, like to compare him to Rocky because of his of his blood and guts mentality. He his never say quit attitude. Basically, you gotta beat you gotta beat this man half to death to get the fight stopped because he keeps coming after you. So both guys are gonna fight. This is the mm-hmm. fight that's in the making since last year when Jake was supposed to fight Chavez, and Chavez, as B Ray, you know, is a notorious uh, fuck up. Yeah. So the zone had. <laughs> Uh, Gabe Rosado as backup for this fight in case Chavez Jr. came overweight or you know fucked up mm-hmm. Gabe Rosado would come in as a late minute replacement well you know Dan, Chavez did come in overweight but not enough to the point where the fight would be called off so the fight continued we know that history oh yeah but DeZone was able to capture footage of Danny Jacobs and Gabe Rosado shit talking to each other in the arena the day of the weigh-in and that's what sparked this fight to happen tomorrow night. B-Ray, did you see that video? I did, man. I did. It, it, it pretty much excited me because you were like, shit, these guys really don't like each other. This has to be a good fucking fight. Yeah, I I'm, think, right? Yeah, yeah, I think when there's, um, when there's type of a... Animosity. Animosity. Yeah. Sometimes the fights become so big. So I'm trying to look for the fucking video so, here. It, it's really hard not to have high expectations. So I don't want to, you know, just ruin it for myself. You, get, you understand? So... It's hard not to do that, but with all that shit talking, you're—it's kind of hard. To... I'm celebrating with my <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I'm just, you just can't help but think, "Holy shit, this has to be a good fucking fight." These guys don't like each other, so this fight has to be pretty good. No, it does. So right now, I'm gonna play the video right now. So hopefully, you guys can hear it. Um, right now, there's commercials because I don't pay for premium. So commercials <laughs> almost done in three seconds. So, so this is the this is the medium I was talking about, which got me so hyped for this fight. Yes. So he calls Gabriel's out of easy money. He calls him corny. <laughs> he calls him a corny ass fucking fighter. <laughs> Look at that. See, this is what I was like. Ah, damn. You know what it reminds me of? The animosity. You can tell this is not fake. This is real animosity. You get me? I know what you mean, right? Like, there's some, maybe some competitiveness in there, but you can tell it's kind of like for a show, right? It's not like that, right? Like no, saying? like you can tell these guys, like you can tell Gabriel Zotto wants to be in Danny Jacobs' spot, yep. and Danny Jacob wants to shut this guy up. Yep. See, so you can tell. This, you know, when I saw this, it reminded me when Vargas went up to Delahoya's face, oh, and you can yeah. tell that animosity was in that. there, and that that fight was pretty good. 
That was actually That was a good. really good fucking fight. See? So, like, they're just... So, they're throwing at each other shit that they've, like... The fact that Sergio Moro dropped this guy. Danny Jacob brings out, you know what? You got your ass beat by Dave and Lemieux. Like, they're literally shit-talking to each other. And see... And this is what, this is what rubbed Gabers all wrong. The fact that you're dismissive of me. You're dismissive of me. And you're, and you're calling me easy money. Then take the fucking fight. Like, look at that. Like, it's just the animosity... And again, they're not even fighting each other. In this video, no. they're not even going to fight each other. Yeah. See, look. Like, he's like, we can spar. Like, what the fuck am I going to spar? <laughs> I can call him a pussy? What the fuck did he say to him? What did he tell you, bro? I, I think he didn't go back, but he did call him a pussy. <laughs> See, look, it's... I think that's what Rub Gabers are. The fact that you're dismissive, you don't want to fight me, and you rather fight me as a sparring because you don't see me as a you don't see me as a competitor in the ring with you is very disrespectful to him. Yeah, and that's why this fight is so compelling right now, and that's why we're gonna that's what we're talking about. It. So both guys came in and wait. Let me pull up the both guys came in and wait as Danny Jacobs weighed in at one sixty seven point six, and Gabers Auto weighed in exactly on the mark one sixty eight. This is taking place at the super, super middleweight division. Which right now is getting an injection of superstars because Gabe Rosado, well, not Gabe, Danny Jacobs is in the division. Canelo Alvarez is coming back, and his first fight back is at super middleweight. So right now the division has this new uh, light, lime, like the new limelight in the division. Yeah, it does. Is right now happening uh, with guys like uh, Caleb Plant, uh, Ramirez, mm-hmm. uh, Callum Smith. You got a, a good amount of fighters right now that are getting showcased because guess what? The big star, the cash cow. Canelo Alvarez is, in, is fighting in this division, so a lot of these guys are gonna start um, wanting to show off so they can win the Canelo sweepstakes. In, of course, Danny Jacobs would love a rematch against Canelo from the rematch of last was it last year or two years ago? Uh, no, last year. The last year, of course, Gabriel Zotto would love to get a fucking Canelo sweepstakes ticket to win an opportunity to face Canelo Alvarez. So this fight has a lot on the line for Gabriel Zotto. If he wins. He puts himself out there for a big money fight. He does. If he loses, he becomes a journeyman. He becomes kind of like the guy you got to, you know, the guy you feed your fighter to. As an because he's notable because he's fought well-named fighters. And for Danny Jacobs, this is an opportunity for him to stake his claim as a legit 168 pounder mm-hmm. and to keep his star shining in a division that we just said Canelo Alvarez is now in. He's been in, but he's coming back to that division. Yeah. For whether it be a one-off, whether it be forever, we don't know. But Danny Jacobs needs this fight to keep himself relevant and also to keep himself in the in the talks of a Canelo sweepstakes uh, yes. rematch. And it's really you know when you put it that way, man. And I'm I'm sure I'm maybe not the only one, but when you put it that way, which is very well, this sounds like uh, Gabriel is the one that has a lot to gain, man, but a lot to lose. Danny Jacobs, to me, is like, I mean, if he wins, great. If he loses, well, he lost a hard fight, and he can come back. To me, Gabe Rosado, to me, in my opinion, this is something he has to win, in my eyes, to put himself really out there. And like you said, and finally get a chance to fight Canelo. Because I remember hearing, I think, I believe maybe it was back in 2016, I believe, <clears throat> is when I did hear some rumors of that, of a possible potential fight of Canelo Alvarez versus Gabe Rosado. At 154 or 160. I think most like 154. Or I'm Canelo sure. weight. Or there we go. Or the, the Canelo weight. So that's how I see it, really. And I think that's why it excites me a bit more. Because we we might see, and I hope to see, we might see 
you know, Gabriel Zaito really give out his best. Maybe one of his best performances because he really needs his win. So Gabriel Zaito's uh, right now I'm looking at box rec. His wins are 25 wins, 12 knockouts, uh, one draw. He's been uh, and has won by 14 KOs. He's been KO'd only four times. And his most notable wins are to, uh, I can't pronounce them. So Marci <laughs> Sulecki, Martin Murray, uh, David, um, David Lemieux, Jamal Charlo, Peter Quillen. He has a no contest with Jamie on Love and uh, Triple G, that and most of his other fight. most of his other fights have been um, early in his career. That's why he has all those um, all those fights. Many losses does he have? Twelve losses, man. Jesus. Okay. But he's a he's one of those Philly fighters. He's yeah. one of those throwback Philly fighters. Yes. And like you got to literally kill this guy to put him fucking down. We saw the Triple G fight. That guy was busted the fuck up, bloody murder. Oh and man. And he kept fighting horrible. past yeah. the point where the fucking ref in the corner were like, "You've had enough, kid." And he still continued on. His fucking fight against David Lemieux. <laughs> David Lemieux smacking him around. And he's fucking waving him. Like, come on, man. Yep. You know. Um, and against Charlo, he put on a good fight. But, you know, barely squeaked. Uh, Charlo barely set himself apart. But Gabriel Zotto is that guy that's a tough fighter. That's yeah. the type of fight he put. If you're not if you're not uh, focused for this fight, Gabriel Zotto beats him. Gabriel Zotto beats anybody. If you're on your game, you're going to... He elevates your game up. Yep. Because he's not a fucking easy win. He's not a pushover. No. So that that's what I like this fight. Because if Danny Jacobs walks in there with the mentality like, oh, we can spar. Oh, we can spar mentality. He ain't here to fucking spar. No, he's guy's here fight. to This guy here to fucking snatch your living away, sir. Exactly. <laughs> it's like that guy, uh, Winky Rich Trainer. He's trying to take your living away. Be fucking friends later. You'll be fucking friends later, dude. <laughs> He's trying to take your fucking living away. I never forget that moment in that Trinidad fight. Wait, was it Trinidad fight? I believe? No, it was a Mosley. Yeah, the Mosley fight. <laughs> yeah, it's the Mosley fight. I think it was a Mosley two, Mosley one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he kept doing a lot of the uh, glove touching shit. Stop the glove touching bullshit. Be fucking friends later. Later, you're, t- t- you're trying to take your fucking living away, son. Oh man. So no, yeah, yeah. So I'm saying Gabriel Zotto's a tough fucking individual. That's why I like this fucking matchup. Yep. He's a tough individual. If you don't show up. If you don't come with your P's and Q's, this guy's going to snatch that fucking win away, and he's going to get it. And for Danny Jacobs, like I said, he needs his win to put himself in line in the middleweight division. He does. To get that shot against the title holders, to get that rematch. Mm -hmm. If he loses, if he loses, it's going to be a long way up, back to the top. Very long. Because guess what? Because people still don't... Even even though you beat Chavez, let's let's be real about that. Really? Really, Chavez is Chavez. Exactly. Right. People still, people still got the bad taste of the Canelo fight in their mouths, Jacob. Yeah. So you need this win. You need to win impressively. You need to stake your claim in the super middleweight division as a force in the division. Because if you lose, it's a long way back to the top, man. A long way back to the top. So. You think? You think also it matters how he loses. What do you mean? How do you lose? I don't know. Like, I don't know if that ever matters, by the way. I don't know. That's something that, um, if anyone asked that or like, it's the way you lose. Like, I think we even talked about it with Kel Brook and Terrence Crawford, right? Remember we talked about if Brook loses, but he still looks fucking good, you know, it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't. Which he didn't. It w- which he didn't, of course. <laughs> he did He did not. But I remember you were saying that, you know, he, he might, it wouldn't be like he will start really from the fucking bottom. Like, he still made him look good. So, I don't know if this matters if Jacobs loses very badly or he lost a tough fucking fight. I don't know if that matters, really. 
Well, you, you think he was still fucking start our way for the fucking bottom? You can't lose to a guy. And, like, and no disrespect to Gabe Rosado, which I met him at the Canelo Triple G oh, press right. conference. Good, yes. Hell of a good gentleman. You know, he's a polite individual. Mm-hmm. But you can't lose. You, the, no matter how you lose, if whether it be I, I, I get close, whether it be brutal, you can't lose to, to a, a guy like him. Exactly. Especially when you talk all that shit. Like, we can spar. You easy money. You easy money. <laughs> you can't fucking lose to him. You can't. Because it looks bad on him. Because again, it's it's not what you've done. Because it's it's not it's not it's not what you've done for me. It's what you've done for me lately. Yeah. And guess what? People people don't people don't remember the Chavez fight. People remember the Canelo fight. Yep. We're looking at the box record. His last uh, his last the what? He lost to Triple G. He lost to Canelo. He beat Chavez. But let's be simple, Chavez. Yeah. And, and I think that was that's how. And he, he, and Dem, uh, Dimitri Pirov, which he that's. Uh, yeah, Pirog. The, he, those are his three losses. Three losses. But they've been notable win, notable losses. You know, he's fought good individuals. He got he got clipped by fucking Mora. You know, again, mm-hmm. you know, everyone's his, his big fucking, you know, standout fight was against Peter Quillen when he knocked out Quillen in the first fucking yeah. round. That's his fucking, <laughs> that's his uh, introduction to the casual fans, in my point of view. Since then, he's won. A good amount of fights before he met Canelo, and like I said, that's a bad taste in everybody's fucking yeah. mouth. Is the Canelo performance? So you fought, Ch- you fought Chavez. Didn't mean shit. We didn't get to see you that well because it was Chavez. So now you got this opportunity against a fighter who, guess what, is who is war tested. This guy is tested and against the highest caliber fighters, and guess what, he's giving them all he can. So. Like I said, if Jacob shows up with the mentality like, oh, you're easy money, you're a sparring partner, you better back it up then. Because if you fucking lose or you make this as competitive as possible, you you got more you got more questions than answers in this fight. That's very true. So that's very true. <laughs> so enough with the bullshit and enough enough with this shit. What the fuck is your prediction? I, I was about to say, like, you know, I, I, my prediction, oh my god, man. It's pain? It's pain. It's it's been and trust me this is something i've been like really thinking and i was like fuck who really takes this fight because i can go the easy route of going a guy like jacobs mm-hmm. but after everything we talked about mm-hmm. to me um how i fucking see it and i i always of course always go with my gut and i gotta say man Gabe, again gabriel's is the one that i feel like he's the one that really needs to get to win and I really believe uh, tomorrow night, I really do believe he's going to give out his absolute fucking best tomorrow night. And I'm kind of, to be honest with you, I'm leaning a bit towards on Gabe Rosado, man. And I guess maybe because I, I, I'm a sucker to the underdogs. You're a sucker for the underdog? <laughs> I love a good underdog fucking, you know, story. And that's how I'm kind of seeing it. Because I'm pretty sure a lot of people are picking Jacobs. And I don't blame them. I really fucking don't. I don't blame them picking Daniel Jacobs because that was my first choice. But I don't know. I'm starting thinking about it. I go, you know what? Gabriel's out of my pull the fucking upset tomorrow night. He might do it. I don't see a knockout. I don't. I do really. I actually say. I'm going to say it, man. Gabriel's out of wins is by decision. I think this would be a close fucking fight. You think he squeaks his out? You think he really upsets? Gabriel's out of upsets this. Gabriel's out of upsets this fucking fight. I think he does. So, Gabe Rosado really wins this fight, in my opinion. I think in a very, 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 very tough fucking fight. This is both of them not gonna look fucking pretty at the end. <laughs> They're really not. 
That's how I really see it. Interesting. So, you, so I mean, you're, you're just in love with the, 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 the underdog story. The underdog story. And you guys heard it on when we were talking about Lomachenko, Tifimo Lopez, man. That's, you know, I was writing on Lopez because, again, he was the underdog and I believed in him. <laughs> I believed in Lopez. He would have pulled it off. With Gabe Rosado, sort of kind of feel that way. I was like, you know what? I believe he will pull that off. I can feel that he wanted, I don't know how long he's been wanting this fight with Danny Jacobs. Maybe last year, maybe two years ago. Yeah. So that's how I really see it. Just, you know, based on that, he really wanted more. And he probably, I'm pretty sure he knows what he's up against. And he's like, I'm, I'm going to fucking do it. Beat his ass. I don't care. Knockout, decision, I'll fucking do it. And I a, think he, A win's a win. Oh, exactly. A win is a win. So, I, in my opinion, I think that uh, Gabe Rosado wins this fight. But, of course, Jacobs will come in focused. He has to be focused. Because if he's not, you said it. And if he's not, he's in for a long fucking night. So, Jacobs has to be focused, which I think he will be. But the comments that we, we just saw right there and all that shit, all the shit talking... <clears throat> You know, right now, it doesn't seem like he might be, but he must be. He must be on his A-game. You have to be in your A-game in this fight. You have to. Against so that type of fight, you have to be. Um, So, you got Gabe Rosado uh, winning a close decision? Close decision, I say. Uh, Maybe, like, I would say, like, a split decision. If I hear split decision, might go to Gabe Rosado. I wouldn't be surprised, and, I, and um, I'm going to go against against your, uh, your prediction. I think I would not be surprised if this goes a draw. I think... <laughs> um, Marketably, both guys are neither mar. Both guys are not pay per view or marketable stars for the zone or um, for Matchroom. Let's be honest about that. So I think the worst case you do is a draw, and that that's usually what I I see that fight going. But I'm basing, uh, I'm going by the skills. But Gabriel's always a skillful fighter. You know, he's basically learned on the job, and he's been there competitively against the David Lemieux, the Cha, the kind of the Triple Gs, the Jamal Charles, Jamal Charles. I'm sorry. Of the world, but Danny Jacobs has been there against top fighters as well too. Yeah, you know he's been in the limelight. Experience-wise, I want to say in big fights, I, I want to say slightly goes to Danny Jacobs. I think the the Peter Quillen fight was a big fight. The the Triple G was a big fight. The Canelo was a big fight. Those he's been in those big fight atmospheres. He knows yeah. what it takes to be at it. Um, skill-wise, I think Danny Jacobs is is a slight favorite. Skill-wise, I think. When it comes down to experience in a big fight atmosphere, Danny Jacobs takes it. When it comes down in a in a comp, uh, uh, competitive um, skill wise, I think Danny Jacobs mm-hmm. takes it. Now, when it comes down to heart and determination, I think both guys are equal. I think both guys have that heart. I mean, for 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 Danny Jacobs to survive fucking cancer and still be a professional fucking fighter, that takes sheer fucking will. Fuck yeah! It doesn't. You don't see just anybody going, hey, I'm going to be a boxer after this. It takes a lot of fucking balls and determination to, to to get where he's at at this level. So we can't knock him on that. And for Gabe Rosado, I mean, fucking shit. If you don't, the guy's a fucking human highlight rhythm. I mean, the fact that people, I think there's someone that called him uh, the real-life Rocky. Real-life Rocky. Because yep. the motherfucker goes in there and takes a fucking beating and he's coming in there waving at you going, is that all you got? <laughs> so when it comes to heart, both guys have fucking heart. Yeah. This fight has animosity. I think whoever can set aside their animosity and fucking stick to the game plan wins the fight. Because, uh, believe me, both guys are going to shit talk in the fight. Both guys, when they're clinched, they're going to shit talk. When they get a chance, they're going to throw a couple fucking F-bombs at each other. Whoever can can stay composed and stick to the game plan wins the fight. 
And like I said, I would not be surprised if this ends in a draw. But I'm going to go the opposite. I got Danny Jacobs taking this by a split decision win. Wow. I think I think Gabe's a tough motherfucker. Unless Danny can catch him early and flatten line his ass. Because, again, even if Danny, Jack- Danny Jacobs drops him, you got to make sure you drop him hard. Yeah, because he won't stay down that easily. He's not. I mean, the guy <laughs> took David Lemieux's best fucking shots, and David Lemieux was the fucking heavy hitter in the middleweight division. Yep. He took triple, triple G, G shots, a prime triple G shots, and he still couldn't put him away. Danny Jacobs better be hitting like a fucking freight train and lay this fucker flat. If not, you're gonna have a long night. And guess what? You bet. You better be on your p's and q's, Danny. So I got Danny Jacobs winning a split decision. I would not be surprised if this ends in a draw, but. I'm going more split decision, split Danny decision. Jacobs. Yeah. If you notice, he's lost. He lost to Charlo in a split decision. It was competitive, but yeah. Charlo won the fucking fight. He, you know, he scratched, he scratched and clawed to that decision mm-hmm. win. Because guess what? He, because when Charlo figured out, I can't fucking flatline this motherfucker, I'm going to have to box him now. And guess what? Gabe Rosado makes you earn those fucking rounds. He ain't giving them to <laughs> so you better. And that's what I think. Like I said, when it comes to heart, both guys are equal. When it comes to skill wise, I think Danny Jacobs is a little bit, uh, he's a little bit over on the skill wise. When it comes down to big fight atmosphere, I think Danny Jacobs takes it. So I think, but slightly, not a lot, slightly. Yeah. So why? That's why I'm going by split decision. But I, but the the, the reason split, the reason why I'm also leaning towards draw, is because, both the animosity between each other. Yeah, again, because uh, they, they might make it that fucking competitive. Yeah, it might make it Where that. the judge is going to be like, shit, this looks like an even fight to me. And, yeah, it looks like an even fight. Yeah. So that's what I think is going to happen. So I think Gabriel's auto is going to lose to Danny Jacobs by split decision. That's my fucking uh, opinion. That's I'm going to stick to it. I can't wait. To, I mean, me and you are not going to be able to watch it tomorrow night because we're going to be fucking rambling. <laughs> we can have it in the background if you can. We could. <laughs> I mean, we could. We are going to have it in the background. I'm going to make sure we have it in the background. I'll make sure, but I mean, are we really gonna be watching? Or are we gonna be rambling? I don't know, man. <laughs> Brian, I, we re- believe me, you're gonna. This is your this is your first time, second time rambling with us, but with the new crew because you were rambling with the, when when T T B on the crew. This is your first time rambling with the new crew with yeah, Mister Luke. That. So, uh, you ain't fucking watching boxing that day. <laughs> that may that that's what I'm saying. You're not gonna watch boxing now. The two episode thing, I'm gonna have to retract that. I don't know if we're gonna do an episode on Saturday though. I don't know yet. Um, depending how we feel, depending if our ladies want to do something, mm-hmm. yeah. Or it's Thanksgiving it, week. It's Thanksgiving yeah. weekend. We don't know, so we don't know. That's so why we we're, can't promise anything. That's really. why we're yeah. That's why we're dropping you guys this fucking this episode mm-hmm. t- today on Thanksgiving, so you guys can listen to it, enjoy it, and all that good shit. Because, um, you, your your guy here, he <laughs> fucked up the schedule. <laughs> he, he fucked up the schedule. Yeah, no, that's fine. You know, as, as long as we give him an episode, at least this week, man, I, th- I think it's fine. I wanted to give you guys two because I thought, oh, fight talk, we can do Danny Jacobs. But, I mean, I thought, the, and I seriously thought the fight was going to take place um, <laughs> on a fucking Saturday. But yeah, I'm, no. I was mistaken. So this I, is the, I was thinking, like, oh, shit, we're doing fight talk and the rambling the same night. I go, like, okay, oh, fuck like no, fuck no. So I thought, oh, shit, okay. Maybe that's the big plan he's doing. Nah. (laughs) All right, so there's another fight happening. This is on Saturday, so we're sticking to prediction segment. And even though this fight doesn't doesn't isn't there's not gonna be scoring. There's gonna be a ref, but the ref is not gonna do much. No, he's just gonna watch. Eating popcorn. Yeah, eating popcorn. Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. Uh, right now we're reading something from the official uh, 
behind the gloves page on Instagram. Shout out to you guys. It says Iron Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. fight breaks pay-per-view pre-sale fight records. Becomes the most anticipated pay-per-view fight of the decade. Beery. Beery. Am I reading that right? No, that's what it says, yeah. Are, are, are we back in 1992? Are uh, we back in the 90s? It, it sounds like it when you read that, yes. Wait, are, those, 92, are, are, are we reading this correctly? Are we reading Iron Mike Tyson at age, what, 53, 54? Yeah, something like that, in the 50s, yeah. Versus Roy Jones Jr., who's also in his 50s, is breaking pay-per-view pre-sale fight record. Be real. Are we in ninety? Are we in the nineties? Are me and you wearing our our shoes that light up every time we make a step? <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I mean, are we watching? That's how old we are. Are man. we watching the Power Rangers and waiting for the the Green Ranger to pull out his fucking flute to start signaling <laughs> his fucking Zord to come out? Be ready. You're telling me two guys who've been non-competitive for almost 10 years a decade are breaking pre-sale fight records becoming the most anticipated fight in a decade not even not even canelo spence crawford floyd mayweather at this moment are doing this now i don't know what the pay-per-view cost is i don't know either but the fact that this is an eight rounder two minute round fight which we just said there is no there'll be judges, but they're not scoring it. There's a ref, but he's not refereeing it, and they're gonna wear headgear. Fuck's the point in having it? All right, Beery, what the fuck are we doing, man? <laughs> I think it's uh, it's fucking clearly, which is kind of scary, really. It's clear that both their names, Mike Tyson, Iron Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr., their fucking names. I guess that we're what it still holds up. You, th- that name still excites people because honestly of course on paper that sounds fucking good mike tyson versus versus roy jones jr and for some reason like you said for the people somehow travel back in the, the their minds or somehow now got stuck in the fucking 90s and goes holy shit i want to see this fight it's kind of fucking scary you're right not even canelo alvarez pulls this shit so i i, I couldn't believe it when i saw that because honestly this is Come on, is it really a pay-per-view fucking fight? Especially the rules that they mention about the judges, the refs, about the cut. Two minutes, uh, of a total of eight rounds. To me, that sounds pretty ridiculous. Like, I don't know how people go crazy, but they, they went crazy for this because I guess their name still holds up. So you want to hear the rules? Yeah, yeah. What's the rules? Yes, I think so, I read them, but yeah. So Michael ahead, Benson, well, you read it. The fans don't. Yeah, the fans, the exactly. The fans yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So Michael Benson put Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. exhibition fight reported news. Eight rounds, two minute around, two minute rounds. They're gonna fight to either bigger to twelve ounce or bigger gloves. Oh shit, no head guards. So no no head yeah, guards. No head guards. So these guys are gonna walk in there with fucking twelve ounce or bigger gloves. There will be no knockouts. Fight will be stopped if there's a cut. So if there's a cut, it's over with. No official judges or winners. So there's no winner. So Roy Jones could easily be outboxing Mike Tyson, but he won't win by scorecards. There is no knockout. The fuck are they fighting? Exactly. <laughs> the WBC will have ex-fighters judging it. 
their scorecards are unofficial, though. See what I mean? <laughs> and here are the judges. They're from the WBC that will host this fight. It's Chrissy Martin, Vinny Paz, and Chad Dawson. All three former world champions. B-Ray. I recognize the last two, Chad Dawson. And Christy Vinny Martin? Pacencia. No, 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 no. The last two. No, you no, but you don't know who Christy Martin is? No, I don't think I've heard of that name. We fucking Google her, you dumbass. She's a good fighter. <laughs> nope, sorry. Christy Martin. Never Christy Martin's a good female fighter, bro. Nope. Vinny Paz. You know, Vinny had, Paz, I remember, yes. Vinny Paz, the, the Tasmanian devil. Yeah, yep. And Chad Dawson. Former light heavyweight champion of the world. You know, he's on the speeder light heavyweight yep. champion. He's the one that beat the uh, uh, fucking uh, Hopkins. There. I'm fucking drawing a blank right now. <laughs> they will be the judges here in the, that fight tomorrow. They'll be doing so 12 ounces, and there would be in be there won't be any judges present of the fight to score the action. So, technically, there won't be a winner unless a knockout somewhat occurs or either fighter is deemed unfit to continue. <laughs> they can move around and make some money. Bet I told them if they get cut, it is over. The fucking shit. The state, California State Athletic Commission Executive Director Andy Foster confirmed Tyson and Jones won't be wearing headgear for the fight. No official winner will be recorded, but the fighter picked by the judges will win a frontline battle belt. So wait, they're they're judging, but there's no the 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 scoring is unofficial. So there's no winner or loser, but they will determine who wins, and then they'll be given a frontline battle belt commission for the event. I I don't want to be hearing people. It was a robbery. (laughs) Exactly. That's one of the things. They stopped the fight too prematurely. <laughs> I don't want to hear any of those. If those, if that ever happens, if people start fucking complaining, I'll be, I'll be like, you did this to yourself. You saw in advance of what are the rules. You knew what we were gonna watch. So don't fucking complain. So that's another thing why I, oh, this is pretty kind of laughable to me. I, I really thought that this was gonna be, um, yeah, just like none of this bullshit. Really, like there'll be judges and all that. But when I read that. Fucks the point, I go. And then, apparently, again, the paper, uh, the pre-sales are nuts, accordingly. How much it costs? So, apparently, what? $49.99. Not apparently. It's actually 50 bucks for the pay-per-view. 50 bucks. Look at that. And yeah, it's, I'm sorry. I'm not paying for that shit. And like we just read, Iron Mike Tyson versus Roy, Roy Jones fight breaks pay-per-view pre-sale record right now. I'm, I'm kind of curious on the numbers. Really? And I, yeah, I really am. I'm great. I'm still, of course, I'm curious of how, what are the numbers, and of course, I'm curious how that event's gonna turn out. Was it a success or was it a shit show? Because if it's a shit show, and no saying, one like should be Staples Center. Staples Center, wow. So there's no crowd. So there's gonna be no crowd. Yeah, there's no crowd because California hasn't authorized any fucking yeah, yeah. crowds. If it was in Texas, you could have got a fucking yeah, crowd. You could have actually. So holy shit! Yeah, All right. I, I don't know what the fuck. <clears throat> so be ready. Unofficially, who do you predict wins the fight? <laughs> I think doesn't matter. <laughs> Apparently, it does here tonight. It, it, I mean, doesn't. But, but but if you're, I mean, I guess if you're really telling me, come on, give me an answer. Give me an answer. Pulling a gun in my head. Again, if it's, I gotta, a, uh-huh. if it's a cut, right. which could happen accidentally. I gotta go with Mike Tyson. You go with. We gotta go with Mike. I'm going with Iron Mike. <laughs> Why you say it that way? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? Why do I say it that way? Fuck you. What do you mean? Wait, we going? You going with Mike? <laughs> you heard that tone? That was a tone like, oh, oh, really? You you choosing him over Roy Jones? <laughs> I gotta make this entertaining. I gotta make this entertaining. Fuck you. 
<laughs> rather than going, oh, okay. You know, it's like, you, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pick Iron Mike. I got to make this entertaining for the viewers. <laughs> I can see. You got to go with Mike? I'm going to go with Mike, yeah. Decision or knockout? Uh, <laughs> honestly. Entertain it. Mike, Mike. Hey, man, Mike Tyson, he, he's, obviously, he looks like he is thirsty to knock somebody the fuck out. So, of course, it's knockout. Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson ain't going to be there and, and win or <gasps> go the distance with eight fucking rounds. No, man. What was his shtick? What was the thing about Mike, right? That he was feared and he knocked motherfuckers out in 30 seconds. Probably less than that. So, and then you've seen the videos. we all seen the videos, right, of how he was punching and all that shit. He was, ah, he was going nuts, right? He's thirsty for a knockout. Come on. That's Iron Mike Tyson. So you got Mike Tyson winning by knockout. I got Mike Tyson winning by knockout. Actually, so as soon as it's a knock, so wait, wait. Actually, no, it goes by decision. No, I'm playing. He goes by knockout. So wait, so you're saying that I'm not saying you, but uh-huh. so I'm on the rules. So let's say there's a let's say Mike hits him, and you know, like let's say the floor is slippery, and Jones falls, and the ref counts it as a knockout, and the fight's over. That's a good question. <laughs> no, because it, okay, people. Are, so people are paying fifty fucking bucks. Fifty bucks. And this fight kid again, it's happened before. Remember. We've seen it in boxing. Not like I'm putting this out of my ass. Like, oh no, where a fighter gets hit and the judge uh, accidentally rules it a knockdown. Yeah. So fight's over. So let's say Mike comes in and you know Roy Jones hits him with the jab, but their feet tangle and fucking Mike falls and falls on his ass, and the ref goes, uh, "The knockdown, fight's over." <laughs> or let's say uh, Mike comes in, Jones comes in, they clash heads, and I think. Uh, Let's say Roy Jones uh, gets cut. Fight stopped. Uh-huh. First round, like like 60, 60 seconds into the fight. First, yeah. first minute into the round. <laughs> 50 bucks wasted. Yeah. <clears throat> Which do y'all should be mad because, come on, you, this might happen. A lot of stuff could happen. A lot uh, of this could happen, exactly. So, <laughs> so, yeah, that might fucking happen. Actually. I love Roy, man. I've always been a Roy Jones fan. You oh, know yeah. you know it. Yes. I I used to watch Roy Jones fights like he was religiously. Great of his time, yes. He was one of the greats of his time. Mike Tyson. Uh, by the time I saw Tyson, Tyson was already uh, a shell of his old self when I started getting into Tyson. Yeah. Uh, so the only thing I know of Tyson is his old footage where I used to watch him demolish these heavyweights. Um, it's a good fight. And like we talked about it in the past, it's a good fight. These rules are here to protect them. I get it. Um, maybe the savage in me wants to be like, no, let them fight. Nah, you know, yeah, exactly. Let them fight. <laughs> uh, but I get it. I'm also keen. I'm, I'm not, so I'm not paying for it. Yeah. Because of all the outcomes of this fight could be. Um, I'm going to go Mike Tyson in this one. I, I got the reason why, because I saw, I think I saw Roy Jones hitting the pads. And it didn't look like Roy Jones. And, of I, and not. I, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but then you see Mike Tyson, and uh, maybe Mike Tyson has a good editing team, and they know how to make him look <laughs> like a ferocious monster. They might do that. <laughs> but uh, I'm going with Mike. Um, I'm going with Mike Tyson, knockdown. I think he puts Roy Jones down. Not the first time Roger's been out, so. But no, no, I don't think he flatlines him. I think he just fucking stumbles Jones and Jones falls. Um, I want to make this very clear before we move on to like the back, rest of the boxing topics we have lined up. Yeah. By Mike Tyson winning or Jones winning, this does not mean that if they were to fight back in the day, this would have been the outcome. 
I want to make that very clear, everybody. Nope. <laughs> no. I don't want to tune in on Sunday or Saturday night or Saturday or Monday, Sunday morning and read, see, this would have happened in the 90s. <laughs> I will automatically block you. <laughs> you will be blocked. I will not respect you as a boxing fan. I will not respect you in general. This is what happened in the 90s. If you said that if Roy Jones wins, oh yeah, this would have happened. This would have been the exact blueprint of what happened if these guys fought in the 90s. I will automatically block you. And shit, and literally break your name on a piece of paper and mention you next week as a fucking idiot. Letting it be known. Letting it be known. So I got Roy Jones, I got Mike Tyson winning by a knockout. By a knockdown. Not a knockout, a knockdown. Because we already read it. It knocked down and Roy fights over. Yeah. So, uh, I say second round. That's my prediction. I'm not going to say what's next for them because most likely it'll be another sideshow fight for either or. Who knows? Tyson might want to fight Anthony Joshua. I don't know. This isn't rocking. <laughs> <laughs> and no fucking sanctioning bodies and allow that. Which, uh, I don't know if you've read that he did mention about how um, who he favors. Uh, if, Joshua did fight Tyson Fury. He mentioned about like, about you know Joshua's pretty good, but he can see his punches from a mile away, something like that. He can see him set him up, so there's no way he can do that to a guy like Fury. I thought that was funny when he mentioned that. I thought I had it here and I don't. But yeah, it's, I saw a quote like that saying that Joshua's great, but his punches you can just kind of see it. I'm looking for the quote right now because I think I remember seeing it. Right, I don't, I don't I think I put I it saw out. That. Yeah, it's on this website right now. Hold on. But yeah, he, Mike did say something like that. Just keep talking, man. Keep so that's the reason why I did mention that. That's <laughs> the reason why I, I mentioned that. But yeah, because Mike did mention about that, about Anthony Joshua. That's why I mentioned, you know, Mike might fight Joshua. Because Mike, might, who knows, Mike might beat his ass. You never know. But that's nah, just wishful I, thinking. Yeah, I can't, I can't find it. I, don't think so. I, I can't find it. That's ah, fine. Just Google it, everyone. Oh, there you go. Here you go. Mike ah, Tyson, Eddie Hearn. Josh was a master, masterful boxer, but you you can mm-hmm. you can see his punches coming. He telegraphs his punches. That's just a recipe for disaster. If you're fighting Fury, yep. telegraphing your punches for a guy who's six feet six foot seven, come on. Nope. Passion, no point. <laughs> Passion, no point. There you go. So that was Mike Tyson's rebuttal. So I mean, you're saying that because of that comment, people might think that it's, <laughs> yeah. he's gonna fight Joshua. He's fight Joshua. This isn't Rocky, and Joshua's not Mason, not Mike Dixon, right? <laughs> Okay. All right, so that's our predictions right now. So let's move on to the next topic. Hold on, let me pull it up. All right, Bieber, your favorite boxer. Let's get it out of the way right now. Uh, He's yeah. also fighting this weekend. Or... Is he? <coughs> yeah, he is. Julio Cesar Chavez is fighting. Junior. Junior. I'm so- oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for, thank you for uh, clarifying that. But he's also fighting. Not el más chingón, Chavez. But Chavez Jr. El más pendejo de la familia. Chavez Jr. El más pendejo. El más pendejo. <laughs> So he is fighting this Friday to return this Friday, and he was supposed to fight against. God damn it! This is what I need to put a timer. I, I'm so I'm using the screen. Just be so impressed that I'm able to project my phone into the fucking yes. thing so he could read it as well. Uh, he was supposed to fight this. He's fighting this Friday, but he had changed his opponent last minute, and now controversy has erupted. This is from boxing scene, Miguel Rivera, written by Miguel Rivera. So it says, controversy tends to follow the former middleweight champion Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. At his upcoming fight is no different. Chavez was scheduled to return on Friday against Nicholas 
Mazzaroni in a light heavyweight bout fought over the 10-round distance. But Chavez has decided to switch his opponent at the light hour, claiming Mazzaroni was unable to make the contract wait. That's ironic. Ain't no rice cream. <laughs> ironic. Wait, what the fuck? Are you really going to criticize somebody for not making weight, what the, the fuck? I'm fighting him. He didn't make weight. He's a fucking moron. Who does that? Okay. <laughs> and I quote, remember that I told I told you that the opponent could not make could not lose weight. The opponent is going to be Ecuadorian. This fight will go forward the same day. Everything continues the same way. So see you on Friday, Chavez Jr. told his fans. What fans? <laughs> Maserone denies that the weight claim and says that they never had a concrete agreement on the terms. So there was no weight limit. Is that what you're saying? Which placed him at a disadvantage to move forward and fight Chavez Jr. The lack of concrete agreement forced him to step aside without ruling out the collision of the following year. Oh my God. <laughs> we cannot reach an agreement. That is the reality. I'm ready. I'm ready to fight Friday. This Saturday and next year. I'm prepared myself and never before in my life. Never before in my life. I'm sorry. It is a dream. Let me fucking put it because I can't put on my Twitter side. There you go. Uh, okay, I'm my bad, guys. Lack of agreement for subside. We cannot come to agreement ready. Okay, this Saturday and next year, I prepared myself like never before in my life. It is a dream that I have had from the very young age. But unfortunately, we did not agree. Wow. Hazaruni, with only a single loss in his record, was viewed as a dangerous opponent. No with all of his 19 wins had come by knockout. Uh, no wonder he fucking Chavez Jr. Out. is trying to snap a losing streak with back-to-back defeats to get Mario Cazeras and Danny Jacobs. Pussy! <laughs> uh, Ecuadorian boxer Jason Minda has accepted Friday night's fight at late notice. He will enter the ring with a record of 14 wins, 8 via knockout, 2 losses, and a draw. The fight will take place in the gym of Parque Revolución in Culiacán, Sinaloa. <laughs> in the gym? The gym, yeah. <laughs> in Culiacán. b Oh, my God. So, he changed the fight because the opponent didn't come in weight. And guess what? I'm a professional. You better come in weight. I can come out of weight, but you need to come in weight. <laughs> What's your take on this real quick? Let's just shoot the shit on this one real quick. Let's just shoot, let's just shit on this one, and let's move forward. Um, it's, it's clearly that uh, he's somebody that we shouldn't really give a fuck, not even attention of, because this is this is laughable. I think we could have just laughed at this, um, you know, how do you say, just not recording this, basically, offline. We could have just talked about this, really, because this is fucking pathetic, just reading this. It's really pathetic. It's clearly that his career will never be how it was before, meaning, like, he was that prospect, oh, shit, he's gonna be the big thing. Because he's a Chavez. That shit fucking sailed. I feel like the last straw was really uh, against Canelo. To me, in my eyes, actually. That was I, it. Not even. I think against Martinez was the last straw. I think... I mean, you outweigh the guy. That's another good one, too. Yeah. Um, I think 24-7 showcasing you fucking in your underwear eating cereal. <laughs> and his dad teaching him how to fight a softball. Training in, a, in your living room. <laughs> yeah. Or or guess what? Outside of the backyard in East LA, where someone's cooking carne asada and you're hitting the pads, everyone's like, "Yeah, woo!" <laughs> not, I don't think not once did he show him in a fucking gym. No. Do you remember that twenty four seven? Yeah, I remember that. I don't think he was in a gym. Was he ever in a fucking gym? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't remember being him. Him being in a fucking gym. It was always 
I think uh, I think the end of episode one showed him in a backyard in East LA or Southgate <laughs> when some guy cooking carne asada and he tells his fucking friend to put on the fucking uh, the bodysuit yeah. and he's fucking hitting him and he's fucking doing the they doing the pad work and everyone's out there like chiflando like it was like the, the second coming of Ali happening out there dude like they were watching something in the making yeah his fucking career going down the toilet what the fuck you watching <laughs> um. That's to me the sign that you know his career was kind of already like yeah, not not the Canelo fight. I think, I think his name has kept him alive, and I think clearly, and I think the Danny Jacobs fight was supposed to be that kind of like all right, let's see what he got. He got his shit together, and you pussied out. <laughs> he really did. Even your dad was like fuck. <laughs> Even his last fight, they ended why because of the cut. Remember, uh, I'm bleeding. <laughs> I'm bleeding. I'm bleeding. <laughs> It's 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 a sad story and what more can I say about this guy, man? It's just pathetic. I, again, I didn't know about this because no because nobody fucking cared. I don't even not even yeah, I don't think what what source did we get that by the Boxing way? Boxing scene, the only Boxing one scene, okay. Yeah. I don't even think ESPN even wanted to fucking cover that. <laughs> Cause nobody fucking cares of this guy no more. He's a joke. He's a fucking joke, really. Yeah, no one cares. And just reading that, that was that was comedy, man. Like, fucking, really? Really? You're going to give me shit about some guy not making weight? How right? many times have you made weight, bro? <laughs> like, really? It's just, it's fucking funny. Actually, this was a very, actually, funny segment. It was, <clears throat> it was pathetic. All right, so we move on. Just like his career. Seriously. So we move on. Mike Carpenter said in a source, the scheduled bout between Sergey Kovalev and Sullivan Barrero is being targeted for January 30th on DAZN. DAZN owes Kovalev two comeback fights. At $2.5 million a piece, part of the Canelo Alvarez agreement. Bire, what's your take right. on this? So, we knew this last year that he took the fight, big money fight. Not only did he fight Canelo, but you get two big fights on the zone, $2.5 million yeah. guaranteed. Yep. And Sullivan Burr is the first fight, fight scheduled to take place January 30th. Kovalev has not been seen in the ring since his knockout loss to Canelo Alvarez a year ago now. Nope. Really? Obviously, this guy he's not he's not gonna stick around very long, right? He's I think yeah, I think yeah, I think these are his last two fights. These are the last two fights. So I to, when I read that, I go, hey man, collect your money, collect your fucking money, man. What do you think of Sergey Kovalev's career? Like right now, like, he... like if he announces retirement, let's just um, let's you know think that this is the last two fights, Sullivan Burn in. Y, X, and Z opponent. I think, I, I would say, I, the best I can say, he had a pretty good, decent fucking career. He was the, I guess when he called him the boogeyman, he was the man people were really afraid of. He was the shit, man. So, I, I'd like to think he's an accomplished fighter. I think that his career, uh, it's, yeah, he would have a very good, decent career. He had two good fights against Andre Ward. Of course, I know the, the last one, uh, you know, people, you know, say it was a controversy. But... If he retires, let's say if he retires now, let's say he says, you know what, no, that's it, I'm done. Um, I would say, hey, congrats, homie, like, you did a great fucking job. I don't think he, there's something for him to be ashamed to look back on his career. That's just my opinion. There's no shame, really. His career was pretty good. I think so, too. I think as a, as a light heavyweight, I think he's got to be maybe in the top top of the list of the light heavyweight yeah. division. as one of the top light heavyweights. A heavy, bo- heavy puncher, a bomber. Um, big notable wins: Pascal Hopkins, Hopkins, um, cleverly. Um, but mm-hmm. also big notable losses as well too: mm-hmm. Ward, Canelo, Ward, Canelo. 
Um, oh my god, Eddie Alvarez. Eddie Alvarez, 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 which he owes the third fight to that one because yes. we gotta watch the third fight, and I think that probably could be his last fight. That might be his the last rubber one. match. I I think we also man, forgot to mention. Sadly, we never got the fight that a lot of people wanted him to fight. To Donna see. Stevenson. Yeah, Donna Chickenton. <laughs> see that fight could be done. That fight could have been blamed on both sides. Paul oh, clearly. That is a fight I think we wanted to see. Both guys were heavy hitters. Whoever lands, you know. Um, but I think you got to blame both sides. It wasn't just one side. It was two networks' fault, two promoters' fault. Um, yeah, I think that's one of the fights. It's one of those grudge matches you wanted to see and never got done. By the way, he's retired, not Stevenson. Well, yeah, motherfucker had a seizure, no? They don't, motherfucker. No, but no yeah, he, he got into a coma, right? On the night of Yeah, the, when, uh, he, when he fucking Wilder lost his Fury. title, yeah. I think that was his last fight, and I haven't heard nothing. I, I, so I'm not surprised, by the way, but I just wanted to know still, like, is he planning to return? But... If nah, after something it, like that, right? No, I was no. about to say, like, if he is coming back, be like, fuck, be careful because yeah, something like that, I nah, would say that's I would, it. I would stay out. Stay out, ring. no more. I think why not? You made why come back? You made enough money. Yeah. Nah, you're good. Al, Ham- Al Heyman took good care of you. But I love the entrance, you know, the Superman cave, you know. <laughs> that is a good fight that that should have happened and never <laughs> it did. It should have happened, man. It's kind of like uh, Lennox Lewis versus Riddick Bow. Right. That's another fight that never happened. Yeah. Uh, fuck. So that's this is the Riddick Bow Lennox Lennox Lewis of the light heavyweight yep. division. Um, and there there are many other fights that didn't that happened that never they should have true. Morales versus Marquez. Yep. When they're at featherweight though. Featherweight, yeah. Never happened. That should have should have happened a long time ago. Never did. Um, but yeah, so I, I think you're right. I think kind of Kovalev setting himself up for a good uh, good two paydays and sailing and sailing out back to Russia it. with vodka in his hand. Yeah. So, rock it, man. Make your money, man. Make your That's money. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, just make your money, buddy. All right, moving on. Demetrius Andres fight on the Danny Jacob fucking shit. Not that fucking shit card. <laughs> Danny J- uh, Demetrius Andres fight on the Danny Jacobs Gabe Rosado undercard next Friday has reportedly well this Friday has now reportedly been scrapped. It is said that Dusty Hernandez has tested positive for coronavirus. There is no replacement for him. B Ray. Man. That has sucked for him. I'm pretty disappointed because I was curious. I was. He's on the shelf. Curious, yeah. For a full year now. Full year, huh? <clears throat> yeah, full year on the shelf. Uh, wait, did he find February last? Has he this year? I'd like to think he fought on the undercard with. No, I think he was the main event. I believe, right? I that know. same night, um, Joseph Joseph Diaz fought that night. So I like to think it was February that that was probably the last time he fought. I could be wrong. But I swear he fought that, yeah, last February. Last February. You gonna look it up? I'm gonna look it up actually right now. Alright, gonna look it up. I, but, I, um, I don't yeah. know if he was. But uh, either or, yeah, he's basically been off almost a year then. <coughs> well, I mean, yeah, you've been almost been off a year. And that's a guy that he's not getting the big fights. He's not getting the big fights he needs He needs to get. Um, it's getting kind of to the point. Oh, oh my bad, my bad. He's getting to the point now. Where people are gonna forget about him. I agree. That that's kind of where we look at it. You're looking at it. Did you get it? No, not yet. Ah, goddamn it. But I, yeah, I swear I, he I, fought. I on think that he night. hasn't fought in a year. The yeah, no, I don't think he's fought in a year. So that's oh my bad. Some static coming from B-Ray's fucking phone <laughs> to the microphone. So my bad. That's fine. You got a shitty phone though. <laughs> you know what? Let me look it up. No, 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 no. I, I got are it. Are you sure? Because I'm like, where you're wasting time now. Mm-hmm. Fucking douche. No. It's just the name wasn't popping up. Keep giving up other names. You gave me like, are you sure you're looking up the right name? No, I didn't look <laughs> up sure? the name. I just don't know how to spell it, but then they gave me other names. That's why I was like, the fuck? See, there we go. January 30th, 2020. That was the last fight. I knew it. 
So it wasn't February it's, it's close. It's gonna be a year though. Either it's way. gonna be a year. No, but yeah, but um, but like I said, no, you're, in a way you're still right. Yeah, it's just gonna be a year, but it sucks. It really does suck. His because stock is not even going up on this one, dude. Like no, you know, I, even you, you're not. You're still fighting, kind of like um, a fight. You're fighting, but you're not fighting. You know, like a Billy Joe Sanders. Like Sanders is fighting in a couple weeks. I, you know what? Oh, my God. The good talent. Andre, great talent. But the fucker can't catch a break. Is he going to be one of those fighters that, like, never got a break? Like, he's one of those fighters, like, you know, like, ah, oh, damn, I would have loved to have seen him against Canelo. Well, you know what? He could have seen it, but we never did. No. Is he a guy that's never going to catch a break? And when he does, he's so. too old? I think so. He's going to be those fighters it, that get, catches the yeah. break when he's, like, old now? Like, ah. Possibly, because they're like, oh, well, look, he's slowing down. The Canelo fight, I think it's clearly, yeah. Canelo even said it. Oh, I don't know. Uh, people will blame me if it's a boring <clears> fight. <throat> that's, that's one of the excuses. I didn't choose him. He goes. Which is fucking pathetic. Everyone else, I don't know what the excuse is, but yeah, that's one of the reasons Canelo says they didn't pick him. Boxing politics, politics has fucked over Andre's career. Already did. Oh, belts won't. The belt it didn't matter. He held the belt. Canelo still found the way to, to duck him. Yep. Uh, nobody wants to fight him because nobody wants to fucking put on. You know, nobody wants to take him on. No, he's nobody. not. A, he's not an attractive. He's not attractive enough to even main event at his own card. He had to be an undercard. I think that's another uh, poly stupid excuse. Well, he's not a marquee name. That, that's the thing. Yeah. Triple G won't take him because why am I gonna put my risk in there? I, I'm trying to get the tri- I'm trying to get the Canelo fight going. You know. Charles are kind of like, well, what the fuck do I need? You need me more than I need See, you. Uh, shit like, like, that like I said, ruins po- everything. boxing politics is ruining exactly. uh, Demetrius Andre's fucking and chances. It ruins his everything. It is. It is. He's going to be that guy that's just that. Uh, I'm trying to figure out which fighter was it that nobody fought, but it was only in the old days he fought him, and it was like, oh, fuck, he wasn't really that good then, was he? I'm, I'm trying to figure that name out right now. Like, it was like, oh, shit, the most feared guy, and then we're like, wait, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of no. He's I, I mean unless he's a fucking Hopkins and he can keep himself like alive right? in the old age. Man. <laughs> All right, moving on. All right, so the zone. Even yep. though losing Canelo Alvarez, uh, basically all the rumors we've been talking about is gonna go out with a bang and start next year slightly pretty good. So they put out a poster that says "Boxing Biggest Stars Return," and it says this, and it's, the caption reads. Anthony Joshua, Triple G, Canelo, Ryan Garcia, within three weeks, all in the zone. Glove emoji. <laughs> so December 12th, we're going to have Anthony Joshua returning from his uh, from the last time we saw him against Andy Ruiz against Pulev for the WBA, IBF, WBO heavyweight mm-hmm. titles. Pulev. Then Friday, December 18th, which we'll talk about next after this, Triple G returns to defend his IBF middleweight champion against... Uh, Zermeta. 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 Zermeta, there you go. And then we got December, December 19th, the return of Canelo Alvarez as he fights to unify the WBA belt against WBA title holder Callum Smith. And January 2nd, the day after New Year's 2021, the future of boxing, according to many, not me, <laughs> Ryan Garcia versus Luke Campbell for the interim WBC lightweight championship of the world. b uh-huh. Yeah, what were you saying? I was about to say, we can probably watch that fight together. I don't know if I told you. I might be coming down <clears throat> again, you know, for New Year's. But we'll see. <coughs> Fuck it, I'm not. Right? <laughs> Does it see if Ryan Garcia misses shits or not? So you can probably, <laughs> is that a Saturday? Or Friday, Friday? It's the second. 
that's on. That's you know, it's a Saturday. Yeah, because I don't want to promote a fight talk. I get you, I get you, I get you. Yeah, because yeah, it's Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Saturday, Saturday. Frizz lands oh, on if you come out here for New Year's, fuck you. We'll do a fight night. Yeah, fight talk. I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually considering coming down. Yes. So there you go. So DAZN going out the next three weeks with a bang. December twelfth, eighteenth, nineteenth with a bang. And then it's starting off the year with Ryan Garcia. You know, Ryan Garcia. So are you can't well, am I canceling my DAZN fucking description? Not until that. <laughs> Not until after the Ryan Garcia fight. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. After Ryan Garcia, I'm gonna cancel my shit. I'm gonna keep it. I was gonna cancel it. Now that I saw this, I'm keeping it. Keeping this fucking thing. Uh, who, who knows? They, they might, uh, they might, uh, you know, give us out a new schedule by the new year. <laughs> well, talking about it, we said it right now. He's on yep. the list. Triple G returns. We haven't seen him in almost a year. Yeah, last a year and a October month. October of last, yeah, October year and two last months. Year. Yep, year and two months. Um, Triple G versus you got the name better than me. I would say you probably pronounce it Zermeta. Zermeta, yeah, Zermeta. yes, that's how you pronounce it. Right? I heard, Zermeta. I heard some other guy who talks better than me pronounce it better. So Triple G returns against Zermeta. B ring. We were talking about this today during breakfast. How the fuck is it that Canelo, who got the exclude the the lucrative contract, which he was able to get out of, yep. is coming back and fighting the number one super middleweight in the world, and Triple G, the former unified middleweight champion, <laughs> Mister Drama Show, the highest rating HBO fighter yeah. in the last couple of years, is fighting Zermeto. That looks bad in a and way. taking a pay cut. Yeah, he is. Yep. I mean, the I mean, if you're the zone, your investment in Triple G hasn't panned out as best as you wanted to. Nope. Let's be honest. He hasn't really looked good. He didn't look good in his comeback fight. He, he did not. Uh, against uh, I forgot the guy's name. Sergey Devichenko. Steven. I don't know. Could be wrong. St- yeah, probably Steven something. <laughs> Stevenson or something like that. Like that. I could be wrong. I don't know, but. Devichenko. Devichenko oh was like. He, he looked like. Even he I thought fight. he lost that fight. He lost that fight. And you're coming back to fight this guy. No, no disrespect to this guy. I don't know him. I don't know. I don't know much of this guy. But, really. I don't know. I'd be good, but I, I if never again, heard this if guy. you're the and your investment was let's bring Triple G, let's get this Triple G Canelo three fight, and you've gotten three fights out of him now. You're the like Bob Arum's comment about Terrence Crawford being like I've spent, I've I have lost more money on Terrence Crawford <laughs> than I could have bought a house in Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. <laughs> The zone could use that statement with Triple G. <laughs> it just looks bad. It, I, I look at that on the night before they, Canelo fights. Uh, man. Thank you for noticing that. Thank <laughs> you for noticing yes. that. I was hoping you would notice that. Oh, I noticed that big time when I saw the date. I go, huh? That's the day, the day before the night before Canelo fights. So I don't know. It, it it looks bad to me on Triple G because look at that. Canelo's fighting uh, the number one fighter in that division, the super middleweight. Hmm. While Triple G's fighting, uh, I guess no, no, no disrespect to Zermeta, but we're fighting. He's fighting Zermeta. We've never heard of this guy, so it just looks bad to me. But be really, the day before your rival fights, exactly. I would be pretty pissed, and I don't know what's the excuse. I guess well, we couldn't find anyone else. He was willing to fight Triple G, and I guess Triple G's like no, he's well, the number one contender for the IBF. Ah, uh, okay. All right. So Zermeta, twenty-one wins, zero losses, five wins by KO. Okay. All right. I guess it makes sense. He's number one contender, and he's the only one available, I believe. So they said, "Why not give it to you?" All right. I guess Polish it makes fighter sense. too. He's a Polish. Polish. Fighter. Oh, okay, so he's Polish. All right. I mean, still. Yeah. I, still, you're uh, right. Still, man. 
how the fuck do you like I don't know like is Triple G star power is this the reflection that the zone thinks of Triple G star power by putting him on a day before Canelo Alvarez? Hey, you know what? Because remember, Triple be. G is a signed the zone fighter. Canelo isn't. Canelo's coming in and out as he pleases. Basically, right? Yeah. So far. Yeah, because Eddie Hearn was able to pull this one out of his ass and get get <laughs> Canelo back on the zone. I got him back for now. <laughs> I got him back for now. <laughs> I don't it just it, it didn't look good. It didn't. Well, I'm assuming. And, and it, uh-huh. I'm sorry, Coco. I was about to say, and I don't know if it's the same thing about to say, but a lot of people are saying this could be his last year. This is it. This is his last run. Well, the rumor going around in this, of course, Eddie Hearn was able to pull this one out of his ass and be like, I got him <laughs> for now. <laughs> and that, that Eddie's going to work his magic to get Triple G versus Canelo 3 again on the zone. Because that was always the initial that plan for the zone. Yep, that was always the plan. The zone's idea. Su- subscribers, yep. But, and, and this is the. I mean, looking at it, does this make sense to you? Like, okay, let's put Triple G on Friday, Canelo on Thursday, uh, Canelo on Friday. Oh, Saturday. sorry, sorry. Saturday, <laughs> fuck, I'm off on my days. Let's put him on Saturday, and if they both win, we set them up for May. Third fight. I think Rubber so. match. But it just lo- it looks like, I don't know, like, <laughs> Canelo wins, <clears throat> obviously he will look strong. Shit, you beat the best fighter, I mean, apparently, yeah, as they say, right? And I guess you can, I don't think he is the best fighter. He's the number he one. Wins. There we go. Right? So he, he, let's say, so he beats him, right? Yeah. You beat the best fighter at super middleweight. Now, that's huge momentum. Triple G, you just beat Zermeta. Damn, the way you say it, too. I'm sorry. No, no disrespect to him. And then they're going to set up for May? I don't know. <coughs> it, it wouldn't, uh, you get me? Like, it, it wouldn't be that exciting. So they're just going to bank on, it's a third fight. It's a third fight with Canelo Triple G. I don't know. That's how I'm going to see it as. It's like, it's not as strong as the first two fights. It's really not. But again, I guess they're doing it because, again, yeah, they want to set up the third fight. And, well, you know, Triple G, I guess, needs a fight. He's a number one contender. At the same time, I, I don't like it at all. Don't like it at all? Nope. I don't like it either, but I'm assuming that's the play going for right now. Is yeah. that Eddie Hearn was able to talk him into, like, come over. You know, you don't worry. There's no, there's no, you don't got to sign a deal with them. Let's come yeah. over here. They're willing to pay you here. And then what a coincidence. They just announced that a week ago, Triple G, uh, they announced Canelo versus Callum Smith. And then this week, hey, Triple G's coming back on a Friday, though. <laughs> the day before Canelo. You're telling me that's not a setup here. You don't tell me this is the zone, this is the zone Eddie Hearn set up to has, get the third fight going. It has to be. It has to be. Because you, <clears throat> come on. Again, when you um, saw that, right, you saw the announcement, tell me that was not one of the things that popped in your head. Oh, yeah, that was one of the first things like, that popped okay, like, this uh, is a setup. Especially you saw the date, December 18th, like, huh. And Canelo fights on the 19th. Oh, they're setting this up. They're they're setting up for a third fight in May, clearly. It's uh, interesting at best, but also this is, again, I'm thinking this is what the zones thinks of Triple G's star power to put him again. Because that's insulting right there. It really is. HBO never did that. No, they didn't. You didn't have like a special broadcasting of HBO Sports on a Friday. What kind of fights on a Saturday? Like, you know, you never did that. Like, Boxing after dark here on a Friday night. <laughs> and I'm Jim Lampley here with Max Kellerman and Roy Jones Jr. You never had that. And here it's like, oh, fuck it. You're going to be on a Saturday. Bet you they're going to have the B fucking side of uh, fucking announced teams. They, might, they sound a little better. <laughs> yeah, they do. Fuck. All right, let's move on. Good so, boy. Anthony Joshua was interviewed by Sky Sports, and he reacted to Wilder's accusations of why he was defeated by Tyson Fury, and Anthony Joshua, and I quote, put, I'm not surprised. I'm going to read it right here. He's trying to express how he feels to the world. 
he has left he's left it to us the masses to inter to interpret how he feels and is best how he feels today might change in a year or two due to the experience of more understanding of the situation that he has gone through he was knocking everybody out and got used to winning uh, winning performances he ha he took a loss and he isn't used to it as time goes he may express himself differently today in my humble opinion this isn't going across the right way the positive out of it he told the world that he ducked he dodged me he offered we offered him a fight for the undisputed championship of the world and he went down the route and fighting fury i'm glad he came clear and move that he cleared that up and move on be right your thoughts on anything joshua's comments on everything he said like what is one thing you just like that pops up pops up i mean i think everything man when i read that <clears throat> there's no way i can disagree with everything everything he said really it's the fucking truth he right now i'm sorry he, he's right now making so it look like a crying little bitch well joshua did the same thing when ruiz he got he, he hit me with the he, did. he hit me hit me with the touch of god he did. Was you know, God good. saved. God gave him that <laughs> knockout. I wasn't at my best. You went with the hands of God. Yeah, we had yeah, so yeah, many excuses yeah, yeah, off yeah. of Joshua. Exactly. So, I mean, but, it's funny that he's saying that. But no, but, but Joshua never came out and said that his fucking trainer or uh, no. or the spiked his drink or Eddie Hearn fucked him over in the fight. He no, didn't come no, out no, and say no, 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 no. or Andrew Weiss so, loaded his gloves. Like, exactly, let's be honest. No, All right, let's be honest. Exactly. exactly. So, I could disagree with everything on that. And, of course, that... He cleared it up that they apparently, yeah, so they did get off of him. They did offer Wilder that fucking fight. So I guess it's safe. I guess I can take back that fucking hashtag. Eddie Hearn, don't fuck that up. So, Eddie, sorry for, you know, maintaining all those bad names to you. Are you really? You're <laughs> laughing. Bad, man. So You're laughing. I don't believe you. <laughs> You're laughing, bro. I don't believe you. I do not fucking believe you one fucking bit. Well, well that's not my problem, then. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, you know, just... Don't fuck it up. Don't just again. Don't just don't fuck up in the future. Even though so far he didn't fuck up, but don't fuck up in the future. I mean, he, I, I like the fact that he came out and said, "Look, you know, he lost. Everyone takes it differently. Yeah, you know what? Don't take what he. Like, he basically saying, don't take what he says serious. I know um, he's leaving it for interpretation right now. It doesn't look good, but look, he knocked everybody out. He's lost. This is the way he's he's interpreting. Yeah, his loss right now. You know, and then he goes in my humble way. He's coming across the wrong the uh, coming across the wrong way. It is. Um, the one clearing thing, it's true. Anthony Joshua and Eddie Hearn's name is cleared in this fight because for the longest, me, myself included in this show, went and said, you guys are a bunch of bitches. You guys don't want to take this fight. You guys are pricing yourselves out. This is the biggest fight in the world. Da, 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 da. And Fury, I mean, Wilder comes out and says, I could have fought. Uh, I was offered a good amount of money to fight Joshua. And instead... I took the fight you, Fury, which is that face he's making. <laughs> it exonerates Joshua and Hearns of not making this fight. They make the fight. Wilder chose and elected to fight Fury instead. And we now we see what's going on. And to me, that's why uh, Joshua's more like, look, you let him say what he wants to say. You know, I was there. I've done it. It's not coming across good. That's his thing. At least in the positive out of mm -hmm. the positive things. The world knows that I didn't dodge him. The world knows I offered him the fight. The world knows he decided to go the route of fighting Fury instead of fighting me for Undisputed. That's the positive. Um, I got to give credit to Joshua. He's a humble fighter. Yeah. You know, you're humble in defeating, you're humble in victory. 
And even in this one, he's humble. Like I think I can't shit talk on on Josh one. No, one. I can't. I, I can't really much shit talk to that. I really cannot. That's why I say well, I, everything he said there. <clears throat> I agree. So every word. I believe every word. We'll see what happens next. Then, all right, let's move on to the next topic. It's probably gonna be the final topic. Fuck, I had it right here. Hold on, guys. Do do do. God damn it. All right, Bob Arum. Bob Arum lying about losing money and Crawford. We haven't seen proof of the money he supposedly lost. <laughs> B-Ray, um, we talked about it last week. Bob Ryan went out and said he lost money, that he's no longer going to fucking promote him. Not promote him, but he's no longer going to be hands-on with this. He was going to let Todd DeBuff take over. Um, Crawford's team has come out and said, ah, Bob's old. Bob's been through a lot. Uh, just an old man ranting. Let him be. Is that indication that most likely Terrence Crawford's team is not going to leave top rank and Crawford's going to stay in the, in the top rank stable? Instead of at doing what many fighters have done is leave this man. Why stick around? I agree. Uh, I really do. I hope he does that. He does. He makes a decision of leaving top rank. I really hope he does that. I, I really do hope. I, I even though I know it, I know so far it kind of sounds like he might stick around. No, I, I think that because um, apparently his contract expires in October, October yeah. of next year. So I really hope by then. I really do hope that he does make the final decision and go, you know, fuck this, I'm leaving. I mean... Just leave Bob. How many fighters can you fight before... Under the top rank. Exactly. Yeah. You gotta leave top rank. Either you In leave, my opinion, you gotta leave top rank. I agree. Leave yeah. top rank or really negotiate with these PPC fighters. And my thing is, there's been history of negotiation. I mean, the fact that he goes, oh, Heyman's a cancer in boxing. But then in, 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 uh, in, an, early state, in an earlier statement, years before, years after... Well, you know, these were the these were the easiest negotiations in the world. I don't know what took so long. <laughs> you motherfucker, you're the equation of this. Perfect example when Floyd made with the Manny Pacquiao wasn't made, oh, and it finally oh no, got made. Oh no, oh no. I know, right? And people are like, I know Prince would be like, oh, here he goes. I'm like, no, motherfucker, you got to use this as, the, as as the barometer, as the fucking example. <laughs> Bob held the fucking fight. I don't give a fuck about the testing. It was always Bob holding the fucking... But th- no, no, they say Pacquiao finally agreed to the testing. Yeah, and then set his own fucking schedule. That, that's not the fucking point. Look. <laughs> no, but they said he actually... Fuck did. off! <laughs> fuck off! That's, that's what I deal with with people. They'd be like, no, he actually agreed with it. Uh, unscheduled. <laughs> Apparently. Look, Bob <laughs> went on the record and said that negotiating with Al Heyman and Mayweather team was the easiest shit he's ever done. Mm, It was quick and easy. Negotiating for Fury Wilder, he said it again, it was negotiating went easy. Why all of a sudden that it's these fighters that don't want to negotiate because their fucking manager's a ball buster, he's a cancer (laughs) of boxing, he's this and he's that. Mark my fucking words, if Crawford stays with top rank... And this fight gets done. Bob's fucking mouth is going to say this. This was the easiest fucking fight to negotiate. Al Heyman is a professional. <laughs> Does he forget shit? <laughs> no, the fucking media forgets this shit. The casual fucking fans no, forget like, this he shit. He says, oh, it was so simple. I was like, then why can't you remember that? And the next time you negotiate with them. <laughs> That's why you say that. Did you forget it was that easy with him? All of a sudden, what? Now you go back to the memory, like, oh no, this fucker's cancer. Like, you, that's why I say that. Like, what they're losing you, money. They're, they're cancer. Money. <laughs> and then when, when they finally negotiate everything and finally ends, 
You fucking forget you negotiating with this shit before. That's what I say that. Like, what the no, fuck? No, the the fucking butt fans that are going all those kids, he doesn't need to leave. Yeah, motherfucker, yeah, he, he does. does. He fucking does. The fuck, dude? Like, no, I've been hearing it too. Oh, no, they're the ones. They're, they're ducking him. They're not negotiating with Terrence. Well, first of all, first of all, <laughs> Terrence Croft, uh, Errol Spence has enough components that he can fight. If Bob had Sean Porter, Danny Garcia, Keith Thurman, Manny Pacquiao in the same stable, believe me, he would uh, he would extend this fucking fight as far as he can and milk every fucking fighter, <laughs> milk every fucking fan for these fucking fights. Guess what? Oh, no, wait, wait. He did that. Margarito, Cotto, Kaladi, Shane, Marcus, two, three, four. Bradley, one, two, three. Until we finally, until guess what? He couldn't milk the fucking cow anymore, and he then he gave up. Then he gave up his cash cow. <laughs> Don't feed me this fucking bullshit. That he's gonna be like, oh, well, you know, no, he would have never done that. He would have made no motherfucker. This fucking bastard has a history of milking the fucker. Just seeing Bob's he, face right here says that he's right. <laughs> he is the originator of marinating, bro. When De La Hoya used to use the word marinate. Oh, yeah. I got, I got it from my old friend, Bob. He goes, this is the fucking OG of marinating, dude. This is the same guy that said, oh, no, not yet. We're not going to have Gamboa versus Lopez yet. got to let it marinate. Yeah, well, look where their careers are at, Bob. <laughs> look where the fuck they're at. <laughs> you know, fuck. No, I think it, it pisses me off because I hear the butt fans going, he no, he does need to leave. I would hear it. Yeah, he does need to leave. Oh, you, you know, Bob would have made the Spence fight along. No, motherfucker. No, he would not. You if, don't know what fuck you're talking about. If no. Bob had Spence, Pacquiao, Sean, and Danny in the same stable, you're telling me you wouldn't have seen all these fucking fights before Spence? He would have shut out Spence for almost three, four years before he decided to give it up. I agree. Great great example, like you said, with, with Pacquiao, right? Margarito, Cotto. Right, Bradley with you know, yeah. It's Dude, the fucking truth. How many times after the first Bradley fight did we really need to see that fucking fight two more fucking times? No, it was not necessary. But their excuse was well, they have one apiece. They won <laughs> they won. No, but nobody wanted to see that fucking nobody fight. They wanted, wanted to see, see him fight. against against Floyd. Yep. Did oh, anybody wait, need the to first see... time you mean? The first time they fought? No Bradley that... and Floyd and Manny? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yep, you're right. Yep. Even when Manny Pacquiao lost to Bradley the first time, no one gave a fuck. Okay, give us the Floyd fight. Because guess what? You're ruining it. You're ruining it by yep. this fucking loss. Everyone's like, eh. Give us, no more, give us the Floyd fight. Fuck it. We know he won. Give us the Floyd fight. I'm going to give you guys a second one. Motherfucker. No, no, no. After that, we're going to give you a fourth, uh, the fourth fight with Marcus. The third fight. Third fight with Marcus. <laughs> no, fourth fight. Third? No, fourth? Fourth. Oh, the fourth, you're right. Fourth, fourth. fourth. Yep, yep, yep. Fourth. That was 2012. Yep. And after he after he lost, gives him a uh, Bradley, no, uh, ran the reels. Yes. Dude, he fed him people. Oh, my God. He fed him people in his own fucking stable. He did, actually. <laughs> he fed him the whole stable he until did. he couldn't milk the cow anymore. <laughs> he couldn't milk the fucker. <laughs> he couldn't milk the fucker, dude. So what do you think he's doing? He can't milk Terrence. He can't milk Crawford anymore. He can't. That, that's why he's doing all the hissy, you know, hissy fit. Yeah. He can't milk him. Yep. Can't. There's nothing else he can give him. What the fuck are you going to give him, dude? Can't do it. You're going to have to let him play across the street. Either you give him, let him play across the street, or you find a way to meet in the middle of the street. You did it for Fury Wilder. Or, or let him go. Like Crawford said, well, if he feels that way, then fucking let me go then. I think it's fucking ridiculous. I think it's stupid. I'm fucking frustrated with this. It's <laughs> fucking ridiculous, dude. 
Like, come on, man. What? Um, I don't know if you have any more comments. Um, no, but good. what do you think of? I, I heard about this that apparently Crawford mentioned that. <laughs> I I agree with him with this when he says this. He goes, you know, ESPN has shown more love to Lomachenko than me. They hyped him up more than Terrence Crawford. My honest opinion, I think it's true. Right? Mm. Can I saw it like eh, I, I I feel like no 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 no. All right, I kind of saw that. I, I bit. think. I think um, Lomachenko's more media friendly, even though he don't speak English. Not much. Nope. Uh, he's still friendly to the media. He's open to do interviews. He's open for everything. Bud is the type of guy, from what I've heard, and his team is, like for example, let's say we should talk about Bud, and let's say he has people that be like, "Oh, don't go to the show. This guy talks shit." <laughs> um, he's not media friendly. He's more of like, "I'm not here for the media. I'm here to go fucking fight." He's kind of the throwback type of fighter. He is actually, and uh, so I he, he's a. Uh, his style's media. His style is media friendly. His personality is not. Um, if you don't believe me. Um, listen to the Joe Rogan experience when he had Terrence Crawford on. Oh, yeah. I did see some of that. It was yes. so awkward when Joe... They were talking about pool, and I guess uh, Terrence Crawford said he played a certain game, and Joe didn't know it. You can tell Bubba was getting annoyed, and even Joe was like, no, explain it to me. No, I don't need to explain it to you. Like, bro, <laughs> like, <laughs> like... He's not... He doesn't lend himself to be a media-friendly fighter. So, of course, why would they hype him up? You just to you to him it's like okay let me clock in fuck him up where's my check let's go, like you know you gotta sell yourself here and he hasn't sold himself and I think, uh, and and part of it, part of it's not top rank's fault because top rank does a good job selling him. Mm-hmm. They sold the Kell Brook fight. They did. It just you know you're not selling yourself. You know you gotta sell yourself to the media. You gotta make yourself media friendly. You know if you're, all you're doing is coming in and doing your shit, getting out. Mm-hmm. You gotta sell yourself to the media. You know you gotta you you, you you the thing with Crawford. You either heal your baby face. You don't know what this guy is. He's like the anti-hero. Then and you gotta find a way to fucking the the saying top rank has to find a way to a better way a new way to promote him then because yeah he ain't the heel. He's not the baby face. They make him the anti-hero. Build him up like that. Then this fact that he's the most feared welterweight is he the most feared welterweight? Because when you got the top five, you got the top five welterweights fighting. And he's out of the picture, and you got comments like Bob going by, you know, you know, I've 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 lost more money. Okay, then why haven't you made the fight then? Exactly. Is it because you're losing a lot of more money and you're trying to milk him as much as you can? Like, it's kind of hard. You get me? Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, Lomachenko, media friendly, Styles fucking friendly. He's friendly to the media. Yeah, you know, it's easy to sell him as a uh, as a commodity. Yeah. Terrence Crawford isn't. So Terrence Crawford's comment is not off, but it's also Terrence Crawford's fault why he's not sold well to the media. You know, that's yeah. kind of my, that's my assessment. That's yeah, my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you agree. What's your take? No, it's a good point, really. It is a good point. So that might be the reason. That might be the reason. But, and, but, uh, yeah, but when I read that, I was like, that's pretty much true. They do make it, I look like he's the, you know, boxing darling. So, but yeah, that's what it is. God damn. It's almost it's almost an hour and a half for this episode, man. Oh, wow, man. It's almost an hour and a half. Is there anything else you want to add? Um, no, man. I think we pretty much talked about what's been happening, what's been going on, what's going to happen tomorrow night. 
And pretty much, pretty much. Can I can't wait. The of course Spence fight, Spence versus Garcia. But of course, been watching Fight Camp. And so next week, right? Next week, man. Oh fuck! I oh, can't, can't wait to I get into that one. Can't wait for that one, man. Yeah. And especially some of the comments Spence said, because he says they always they think you know they think oh he's gonna be the same. Well, that's extra mo- motivation. So I can't wait for talk about this next week. For sure, I can't wait for it to yeah. either. Um, before we leave, guys, don't forget to go to the Rambling Network store. Get your hoodies on. Get your T-shirts. JMB Ray boxing hoodies are out right now. We have them at a good low price. Believe me, this is the best price. You can't find any other. Uh, go to any other merchandise and get the pricing you're getting with us. If you guys spend more than fifty dollars, use the past. Use the promo code. I'm sorry. Free over fifty. You guys get free shipping. I was able to order my hoodie using that promo code, and I got my hoodie within three days. Fuck, nice. So do it right now before the holidays come in. You guys know right now with this whole COVID, this whole shutdown, people are ordering online, which means the fucking postal service, FedEx, UPS are going to be working overtime, and you don't want to have your merchandise coming in late. So yep. go ahead, go to the store, click items before you check out. If, you pay, if you're paying more over 50 bucks, free over 50 is your promo code you guys want to use. Don't forget to go to my... Uh, my brother here, BR89, to go get your uh, boxing, wrestling, and some other type of fuckery on his page. Follow him, <laughs> give him a like, comment, and subscribe to his show. I mean, show his page. My page. <laughs> well, like, comment, and subscribe to our show. Spread the word. Again, we hope you guys enjoyed this Thanksgiving episode. We know we did. This is the first episode. Uh, we did, This is the first episode in I don't know how many years we did it together in the same fucking room. In the same room. fucking room, yeah. I think it was a Christmas edition. Maybe three years ago. There I you go. Holy shit. I think that was shit. the last time. Yeah. I swear. Yep. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. I think this is the most professional episode we ever did because we were able to be in the same room. We were able to <laughs> right? read off the same monitor. We knew what the fuck we were talking about. It makes it much better. It is. This was actually a lot better. I love so, it. So if everybody likes this episode, make a petition to convince B-Ray to move back to LA <laughs> so we can make this episode possible in person back to back. For real, man. <laughs> but if you guys like it, give us a five-star rating. It helps with the visibility of this episode. and makes it possible for us to keep coming back week after week to give you an episode. And again, we just announced that all these fights, we're going to be busy the next three weeks. Oh, yeah. The next three weeks, well, no, four weeks, we're going to be fucking busy. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Enjoy it with your family. Don't eat too much. Don't drink too much. Or if you do, fuck it. Just, you know, have fun listening to this episode where you do it. For sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. You guys have a good day. Good day, everyone. Later. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. This is all I got. This is all I got.